at certain times in my life, I have felt unblessable, like I was repelling blessings somehow, like maybe if you turned a magnet around the wrong way and it was pushing away the things that I had hoped to attract in my life. Welcome to the Midweek Motivation Podcast, where we bring practical help for your faith and life. Here's today's episode. Hey friends, it's Gabe Kolstad with the Midweek Motivation episode of the West Side Podcast, and I want to talk to you for a few minutes about attracting more blessings into your life. I mean, it is the holiday season. Uh, we did just go through Thanksgiving, and we are in this place of kind of reflection, of really seeking peace and blessings and joy in our lives. And so I want to give you today three tips on how to attract more blessings in your life. Before we jump into that, I have to tell you that there's a woman coming to Westside, our church, in January named Julia Gentry. She recently wrote a book called Dream I Dare You. And when she recently spent some time with our staff team, she uh, said some things to us that were very, very challenging and encouraging and motivating. And one of the things she asked, she asked this great question. She said, do you have the character to hold the weight of the blessing that God wants to give you? Isn't that interesting question? Do you have the character to hold the weight of the blessing that God wants to give you. And that probably for me highlights what made me feel so unblessable in some of those past times, made me feel like that reverse magnet situation with blessing in my life. You know, it seemed like everything I wanted to happen was just running away from me instead of the other way around. It reminds me of a time when I was a teenager and um, I had, I think I was 13 or 14, and I had this big cup full of pennies, probably four or five dollars worth of pennies, maybe more. And uh, I, I took it with my friends down to the railroad tracks by our house because we thought it would be fun. Kids do not try this at home, seriously. We thought it'd be fun to put these pennies all on the railroad track so that the train would squish them. So we did. We, we lined that railroad track out for a long time with all these pennies. And then the train comes zooming by and uh, pennies are just flying everywhere. And we thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So we went and we picked up all these smashed, you know, pieces of copper after that and stuck them in the cup and brought them back home. And I brought it back home to my mom like it was a, a trophy. And I said, Mom, check this out. Look what we did. And she looked at me with the most disgusted look and said, you did what? And I said, we, we made all these smashed pennies out of that big cup of pennies. And she said, I can't believe that you don't know the value of money. And it, it got to me because I thought, well, one, I never like to disappoint my mom. But secondly, I realized that I wasn't doing a trusted thing there, that I wasn't acting like a steward. And I think when it comes to blessings in our lives, maybe stewardship is a good framework for us to work with, that, that God wants to entrust something to you and me. And the question is, do we have the character to handle it? So here's three tips that will help attract more blessings from God into your life this holiday season. Number one, live up to what you know. Uh, the Bible says in Philippians 3.16 says, but we must hold on to the progress we've already made. I mean, that is something that we we really got to do. We got to live up to this progress that we've already made. And if you ever played that game, Shoots and Ladders, as a kid, uh, you know, you make progress on this board and and then all of a sudden you land on the 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 shoot that makes you go all the way down, way down to the bottom of the board sometimes. And I think life can be like that. I don't know if you've ever experienced something like that where you know you had climbed up, you'd made some progress, maybe even in your spiritual life. If you're 
a person of faith or maybe in your work life or with a relationship of some kind and then something happens. Maybe you do something dumb. You know, you make a mistake. You act in an untrustworthy way or you demonstrate that you don't have the stewardship to handle the level that you were at. And and you you fall down, you know, you, you kind of got to start over in some ways. That is, I believe, what God was talking about in Philippians 3, where, you know, it's kind of like live up to the progress you made. Live up to what you know. If you've already made some progress in your spiritual life, don't go backwards, you know. And part of that is surrounding yourself with the right people, the people that will hold you accountable to your current level and to to the things that you've already maybe confessed to, you know, the confessions you've already made, the the beliefs you've already declared, the steps you've already taken, people that want the best for you. That can be a real clue to staying at that place and and being in, in the place of being blessable to attract more blessings. So live up to what you know uh, is the first one. Second tip is be faithful with the little things, to be faithful with the little things. In Matthew chapter 25, Jesus tells the parable of what's called the talents. A talent in those days, in Jesus' days, was a, a, a measure of silver. And Jesus tells this story where he's entrusted people with different amounts of silver or wealth, value. Uh, In other words, the resources of someone else. Hey, take care of this for me while I'm gone. And, uh, And so he gives these measures out. One talent to one person, two talents to another person, five talents to another person. And then the, the master in this story comes back to go like, oh, how did it go while I was gone? You know, what'd you do with what I entrusted you with? And the person with the one, you probably have heard this before. The person with the one goes, oh, you know, good news. It's safe because I buried it and nothing happened to it. And then the second person with the two talents goes, hey, great news. I took the two and I doubled them. Here's four. And the one with the five said, great news, I took the five, doubled them, here's 10. And Jesus interprets that. What's the meaning of that? He says to the person who hid their talents in the ground, said, you know, you're wicked and lazy. <laughs> you didn't invest it. You didn't take any risks. You didn't act on what I invested in you. He says to the person that received two, because I think in life, a lot of times, you know, if you're somebody who's received something, but you haven't received as much as the next person, You might look at the person with the five talents and go like, well, how come they got more than I did? But he says to the person with the two, he said, if you're faithful with the little things, I'm going to make you faithful over the big things. And I think for me, having the patience to be faithful with the little things, you know, having the trust in God to be faithful with the little things, that's been a challenge. You know, you might have a job where you're just, you're, you're serving in obscurity. Nobody is you're not on the front page of any magazines, you know, you're not employee of the month, but God's got you in a spot for a reason. And he's saying, be faithful with the little things, maybe in your family, maybe you're the only person who's a person of faith in your family, and you're carrying this testimony, you're carrying this light, and God is saying, be faithful with the little things right now. Don't, don't you know, look down on the fact that I've entrusted you with something. He's the one that picks the amount of the blessings. And we can either be ungrateful for the things that he's entrusted to us, in which case he's not going to give us more, or we can say, thank you. You've entrusted a blessing to me. I'm going to be faithful with this. And in true fashion, he's going to increase those things that we are faithful with and give us responsibility over more blessings. 
It's a wonderful principle and it's always true. That's the second tip. The third one is this, is to thank God for every blessing. Thank him for every blessing. I mean, be vocal about it. I love the story from Luke chapter seven where the woman who had lived a very shameful life comes to Jesus and just in this great display of gratitude, uh, worships him. And she gets criticized for it. And Jesus gets criticized for receiving it. But he said, listen, those who've been forgiven much love much. And there's something about how we respond in our gratitude. I mean, what do people see when you respond in gratitude? Do they see somebody who's just nonchalant about what you see God blessing you with because you're like, eh, whatever, you know, oh, it could have been better. Uh, he could have done better. Or do you go, wow, the God of the universe has taken delight in me and has blessed me and has forgiven me and has loved me and has shown me his way and has protected me and has used me for his glory. And those are all blessings. And he wants to continue. He wants to give us more and more blessings. I think what he's waiting for a lot of times is to see us blessable, is to see us somebody who's a steward then of those blessings so he can increase them. Because here's a a one-liner for all of you, is that you get more of what you're thankful for. You really do. You get more of what you're thankful for. And I'm learning this lesson in my life. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to know this completely, but I think the more we can understand these things about how God works, about how his blessings work, about how the fact that we can put ourselves in position to increase the blessings that we receive. There's a story of a young man who was born with basically no immune system. And he had lived all of his life up until he was 12 years old, pretty much in an actual protective bubble, you know, never any real human contact. And someone asked him what he wished for. And he said, you know, if I could have my dreams come true, what I would do is I would walk barefoot in the grass and I would touch my mother's hand. Wow. I mean, those might not be things that you think of if your dreams would come true, but if you were in a bubble your whole life, you probably would. What simple, elegant dreams. And it makes me think, could I be grateful for those things? Could I receive even those things as blessings? Because if you and I will be thankful and grateful for barefoot walks in the grass and the touch of a loved one's hand, God's going to continue to pour out more and even greater things than those in our lives. But we got to learn how to handle those things. we got to build the character to handle those things. And then he's going to give us more. And he's going to give us more. And he's going to give us more. And pretty soon that magnet's going to turn around and you and I are both going to be people who can attract more blessing in our lives because we know what to do with them. I hope you have a great week and I hope to see you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Midweek Motivation. To make sure you don't miss any content in the future, please subscribe, share, and if you enjoyed this, give us a like and consider popping by a Westside service some weekend. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com.